0: Welcome to the Striving for Revival Radio Broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC Studios at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. We've been studying together in the book of 1 John, and that's where you'll find me today, 1 John, but a new chapter. We've been in chapter 2 for, I believe it was about 10 or 11 broadcasts, and now we're going to venture into chapter number 3, and this will be our inaugural broadcast in 1 John chapter 3. So if you've missed chapter 2 and uh, you say, well, I've missed a lot, Well, you have, but it's okay. You're getting in on the ground level for chapter number three. Now, if that is you and you've said you've missed some studies that we've done and you want to catch up with us, then you can by downloading our podcast, subscribing to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, you'll find us there as well. Just go to Spotify or Apple or wherever it is and type in striving for revival. Hit the subscribe button, and that will enable you to go back and listen to archived Bible studies, and you can listen at your own pace. You can listen and rewind and fast forward and pause and all of these things, and it'll help you stay up to date. I know your life is busy, and the schedule often changes, and it's hard to catch this as I do it live, but if you'd like to do that, that would be a blessing. Download or subscribe to the podcast. I was preaching out of state earlier this week and met a couple, and they're faithful listeners to strive for Revival, and man, that's a blessing. I tell you, that encourages my heart to know there are people uh, around the country, and not just around the country, but in other parts of the world that uh, tune in. And I'm praying that God will use our time together to minister to your heart, to speak to you, to uh, stir you up in the things of God, and really all we're doing is just reading the Bible together, studying the Bible together, and I give to you what God gives to me, and I tell you, I love the Word of God. You can't exhaust it. You cannot empty it. It's always ever ready to meet the need that you have in your life. Now, let's look together. Now, 1 John. John is writing, and he's warning. He's warning his uh, dear children, as he calls them, these Christians, that he has a longing and a love for, These Christians that he's ministered to and he's edified in the faith, he's warning them about apostasy. He's warning them about the world. He's warning them about sin. He's encouraging them to make sure that they keep their sins confessed and that they keep their fellowship strong with the Father. And their fellowship is based on and derives from... The truth. They must know the Bible, the doctrine. Watch out for what he calls damnable heresies that will sneak in. In the last chapter, he talked about the Holy Spirit and the anointing that is on a child of God and how that anointing helps us to discern the times. And we understand these are the last days and that Jesus is coming soon. And he charged them in verse number 28 of the second chapter. And he said, uh, And now, little children, abide in him that when he shall appear we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming and that's the preacher's motive that's the preacher's desire he wants those that he leads to be ready to meet Jesus he wants them to be prepared to meet the Lord because one of these days every one of us who are breathing air one of these days we're going to stand before the Lord every human being will stand before the Lord and Christian you and I'll stand before him at the the judgment seat of Christ the lost man will stand at the great white throne but we want to be prepared we want to be able to Stand there, not be ashamed when Jesus comes. He could come today, and we don't want to be ashamed at his appearing. Chapter number three begins like this Behold, that's a big word, and it's all in capital letters. Behold, that means pay attention. That means put your focus here. That means uh, let your eyes rest upon this. Hey, behold, let it rest your heart. What manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Now, here we go into chapter number three. The last verse of chapter number two uh, seems like it would even fit right here in chapter number three, and it says, if you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that, is, that doeth righteousness is born of him. So we're talking about those who are saved, those who've been born again, and here is the privilege of, uh, of being saved. We can be called the sons of. Of God. Righteousness is a characteristic of a child of God. That's a family trait. You ever met people and said, Well, it just runs in my family. A bad temper runs in my family. God forbid, but I've heard it said before. Drunkenness runs in my family. Divorce runs in my family. Uh, just these certain attributes of the flesh. They say that runs in our family. Well, here's an attribute of the family of faith. Righteousness runs in the family. Those who are born of God ought to want to live a holy life, an upright life, a righteous Now here he says, Behold what manner of love. He said, man, think about this love. Consider this love. I mean, meditate on this love. It's not just your average love. It's not the world's idea of love. Greater love hath no man than this kind of a love. The Father hath bestowed upon us love that only God can show, that only God can display. And how has he uh, displayed it? How has he made it manifest? What manner of love is this, that you and I who are sent Sinners by nature, sinners by birth, and sinners by choice can now be called the sons of God. That almost make a Baptist shout over the radio, a a son of God. Me, I'm a sinner, yet a son of God. Me, I'm full of flaws, yet a son of God. Me, I'm imperfect, yet a son of God. Me, I'm full of iniquity, yet a son of God. Why? Because of that love that's been bestowed upon me. How was that love bestowed? It was bestowed through the blood. It was bestowed through Calvary when Jesus hung on that bloody cross and was suffering there between heaven and earth as Jesus hung suspended on those beams with nails through hands and feet. That was the love of God being displayed. What manner of love, greater love hath no man than this than a man lay down his life for his friends for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and he gave him to us via the cross of Calvary and he bestowed that love on us. When I looked to Christ in faith and called on him for forgiveness of sin that love thank god was shed abroad in my heart and now i'm i'm called a son of god i'm a saint i'm a son thank god i'm a servant i'm all these things i'm a sheep of his fold i'm headed for that city built four square with streets of pure gold there's no love like that love behold he says pay attention consider it. We're a child of God. How? Through faith in Jesus Christ. We don't hope to be a child of God. We don't expect to be a a child of God. We don't cross our fingers and wish to be a child of God. We have the confidence right now in Him that we are the children of God by faith in jesus christ we dare not boast in anything no wealth no power nor wisdom but we can boast in jesus christ his death and his resurrection now we are the children of god now we are the sons of god verse number two goes on it says let's finish verse number one i'm getting excited and getting ahead of myself he said that we should be called the sons of god therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not So the world despises the child of God. It despised our Savior. But look what it says in verse 2. Beloved, now... Are we the sons of God? It's not a future thing. It's not something we have to look ahead to right now, where you stand or where you sit or wherever it is you're listening from, child of God. That's what you are today. You're his child now. You're his son now. You're his daughter now. You say, I can't wait till we get to heaven. Hey, listen, you're already seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, Ephesians chapter 2. And beloved, John says, now, today, in the moment, now. Are we the sons of God? And it doth, not, it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. That's the redemption, by the way. We're waiting for the redemption to it, the redemption of our body. One of these days when the rapture, Jesus will come. And when Jesus comes, thank God, he'll appear And we're going to rise up to meet him in the air. The dead in Christ will rise first, and they'll rise with a new body. They'll rise with a glorified body, and you and I that are alive remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, and we'll be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye, and we'll trade out this corruption for incorruptible, this mortal for immortality, and then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory, and thank God we'll shed this arthritis and say goodbye to cancer, and no more aches and pains, and the gray hair is gone, and the wrinkles fade away, and we'll have a body fashioned like unto his body, and that's our blessed hope. Thank God you don't... Say goodbye at the graveyard to a Christian. It's see you later. That's just the garden of God. And one of these days, that body's going to blossom. That seed will spring forth, and there'll be a new body. Thank God. And we'll see him there in the air at the rapture. Beloved, now. Are we the sons of God? But we don't even have, the half hadn't been told what's waiting for us. We're now the sons of God. It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but here's what we know. We're going to be like him. We're going to see him as he is. That's pretty good truth here to begin, John, 1 John chapter number three, verse one and two. Make sure you don't miss the next study. We'll get deeper into this chapter together. But until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.